Oh, no. Hey, everybody. Dylan, do it again. Hey, welcome to the Wrestler Review. I am Dylan Gott speaking. I'm John Hastings, also speaking, or Hastings, because Hastings, not my last name. Woo! Combination oh. of Haystacks, Calhoun, and Stings. Ladies and gentlemen, what an exciting episode. We're going to throw this fucking show in the trash. Oh my god. Not because it's a bad show, but because it's illustriously historic. We're going to smash up a motorcycle. Are we going to talk about Sonny Ono's involvement during Hog Wild 1996? Speaking of Hog Wild, that's your mom's nickname. <laughs> you can use that. You can use that if you're making fun of John's mom specifically. Oh uh, yeah, just follow her on Twitter at the Hog Wild Bitch. <laughs> Hog Wild Bitch. She wants to ride and she ain't talking about motorcycles. Boom, boom, boom. What's a boner cycle? A boner cycle. That's my dick, I guess. <laughs> a boner cycle. Uh, there we go. We're going to burn this fucking show down. Why, Dylan? Because it's a fucking time to talk about a Lundra fucking blaze. <laughs> Can't cut her fucking head off because she's Medusa. Another one grows. Pegasus is coming out of her puss. Med isn't med because it was Medusa, not Medusa. I didn't notice that. Is there I think it was like a Mad USA thing, or it's just oh how you no, smell. of course it would be a Mad USA. She's mad for the fucking USA, or made in the USA. Pants. It's weird how she's the only character ever who was toned down how much they loved America when they got to the Fed. It was, yeah, because she was coming in around the same time as Lex Luger, and you can't have someone else who loves America and is also an actual good wrestler as opposed to a man on steroids. <laughs> but you can't Apologies. Tell. He's on IcoPro. What am I talking about? But you can tell, like, in the worst in the worst case of foreshadowing, Alundra Blaze was an NXT name. What do you like, mean? That's how they do the all, like, when everyone says, oh, Vince has gone nuts and blah, blah, blah. No. Everyone was supposed to be named Alundra Blaze. Like, Alundra Blaze is, like, the character they would come up with. Like, oh, my name's Medusa. I have a gimmick that's always work. Like, no. Alundra. I've never heard that name before. Blaze. I don't even understand if they're well, going why? for... Why? Why? Because fuck you. They were going for a pun or something like that. Like, it doesn't even really make sense as a... Like, it... It's no, it's just too... It's like... It's like all the NXT names are. It's like, what's... Um, well, I was... Uh, Dan I was Brian Danielson. In uh, the indies, and I have a really good name. No, but you know why? Switch they, the names. You know why they do that? Yeah. Why? They do it for uh, so they own the merchies. It's that, but it's also because they uh, need to make sure that all the names are chantable. Oh, isn't that interesting? I didn't know that. Yeah, it was pointed out to me by. Um, oh, by the way, Medusa is uh, a shortened version of Made in the USA. Yeah, and uh, she's currently a professional American uh, monster truck driver. Uh, oh, she's not. She's not a Puerto Rican monster truck driver. No, 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 no. She's from America. Hence okay. the name made in the USA. You bitch. Oh, yeah. Born February 9th, 1964. She got them titties in 1998 in WCW. Yeah, she definitely got them titties. Because <laughs> that's the thing about watching. Oh, we'll start off with her uh, career. She's the first woman to win, I think the only woman to win Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Rookie of the Year. She did that in 1988. Uh, correct, Mundo. She also held the AWA uh, World Women's Championship. Yep. Uh, she signed a contract with All Japan Women's Pro Wrestling, making her the first foreign woman to do that. She joined the WCW, where she was a member of the Dangerous Alliance, one of my favorite factions that's never discussed. Read that Wikipedia, baby. I am, baby. Um, she joined the WWF in what year? 93. Good for you. Uh, under the name of Lunder Blaze. Uh, she had a great few with Bull Nakano. And then the worst thing with Bertha Faye. 
both times while holding the world. Uh, hey, Bertha Faye, when I watched, I rewatched uh, Bertha Faye winning that title. Uh, hey, man. I mean, if they wouldn't have made her basically, like, <laughs> for some reason, a rib on Roseanne, um, I think Bertha Faye could have been an okay character. But it just they put her with Harvey, and it was also following. Let's talk about this. We were talking about it before we started the show. During the run when it was Bull Nakano, they literally and went, Medusa. They literally went from being literally. I guess it would be now twenty-two years too early for that style of women's wrestling in the states. Yeah, where it's just basically like, and this is the point I wanted to make is that if you put a woman. Like a girl who's very attractive, like I'm Ms. Deborah Maselli, in tight pants. Yeah, you don't need a like creepy out like creepy wrestling fans will make everything sexual. Yeah, you they don't, don't need, need you I, don't need to show boobies because we're all creeps. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Is that you're dealing with a group of people like. There's dudes that have jacked off to The Rock in 1998 because he had tits because they're like, as <laughs> close as we're going to get. You don't need to then be like and call her fuck McGillicuddy. Yeah, exactly. And her gimmick is she fucks people and then they die and then she wins. Like, I understand. I But I understand. This sounds weird, but I understand why wrestling would do that because like, hey, losers. Hey, dandruff McEverywheres. <laughs> it's your chance to feel like you're better than attractive women. By the way, you're clearly not. But you've paid money to feel like you're better than an attractive woman. So I don't think it was like. ever. I don't think it's a question of better than. I think it's a question of um, my brain. take anger out on. Take anger out on. Understand. Like it's one of those things where it's wrestling is everything turned up to the fucking thousands dial. Like yeah. he's not a a good wrestler. He's the greatest wrestler ever. She's not a woman. She's the biggest big titted vixen you've ever. <laughs> fu- she'll fuck you. You want fuck? That's what I love about like uh, watching. I mean, which is why I think that the women's wrestling took so long to fucking take hold because at a certain point, like they need to be ex- stellar fucking athletes, and also be like for us creepazoids not to focus on their hoo has. Yeah, exactly. Like, look how long it's taken for the fucking Bella Twins. Even though, yeah, they won a competition. One of them's tagging Daniel Bryan. One of them's tagging John Cena. For them to be taken as legitimate fucking good wrestlers. And you're saying, and you, even you, a grown man who's been in many relationships that have ended under mutual respect reasons. Yeah. Just said tagging when they're both married. Like, no one's tagging someone if they're married unless they're in, like, a key party marriage. Yeah, but I'm also just going with the theme of the show, which is us talking like fucking frat boy idiots. Ah. Even though that book in you, folded in the back of your pocket is The Prince by Machiavelli. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that one is. Um, <laughs> I don't know that book. Uh, my glasses are because I can't see, not because I'm smart, John. Um, what was I going to say? My glasses are because I can't <laughs> see. What do I see before me? Oh, it's Medusa Maselli. And she's selling because she's competent at her job. <laughs> as competent as a man. She should be paid equal like Ooh. all women in all parts of society. I will say this, though, uh, that... Watching her because I watch I couldn't find the her beating Wendy Richter for the AWA title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was because I wanted to see that because literally it's like here's in 1988 here's the former face of women's wrestling in the WWF and then you know in five years the new face of women's wrestling. In the yeah, WWF. the dis- the two the two people also is an interesting both disgraced for many years in the face of the Fed. Well, yeah, because I'm sure I'm sure there was and this is, sounds weird to make an assumption like this. But I'm sure it was like, uh, I'm sure there was 
um, very powerful. May I say I'm really glad you uh, you started talking there because you definitely had your thoughts put together. <laughs> Let me just. It's um, a very probably I, uh, a very palpable no, amount gonna, uh, of like just <sighs> dismissed by Vince behind the scenes. Oh yeah, it was like like the, even on the commentary on the commentary. Um, all Jerry Glawler talks about still on on Alundra Blaze matches is how ugly she is. Of course. Or, or like she's got a good body. Like he just keeps saying she's got a good body. Yeah, it's Jerry. Jerry Lawler is one of those like he, when he dies and they find the collection of little girl skeletons in his Coca-Cola <laughs> adorned mansion and met like that guy has darkness in his soul. Like he does always like every time you hear about his girlfriend, it's like a scary young woman. Like she's just so awfully young. Yeah. When he fucking married Miss Kitty, they had to wait until she was legal or something. Like it was like, terrifying. <laughs> like Oh God. This is my wife, Miss Kitty. <laughs> I'm the king. I yeah. drew I drew something for her. And now <laughs> she likes me. I drew a little drawing when I'm she a, was five and I, I scouted her. I'm a I'm an artist. <laughs> Some people use paints. I use the liquids from their vaginas. <laughs> they start scouting basketball players at 12. Why can't I do that with my wives? <laughs> Ooh, showing up to dances and just taking notes. Hi, Stacy. You want to listen to this music? <laughs> it's my theme song. <laughs> brain, brain, brain. Uh, anyway. He seems like one of the guys who would have sex to his own theme song. He seems like the kind of guy that looks at a picture of his own face when he has sex. Like... Just him wrestling Terry Funk in 1972. <laughs> you be Lance Russell and my dick's the microphone, is what he says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a really good one here. All right. So, but, uh, being, what's funny is we're trying to talk about a lady wrestler, and yet so far we've mostly just made horrible off-color sex jokes. Well, it's so easy because we're gonna get some emails from Salon.com. There'll be a new, there'll be a new con- dearest Salon readers to sweaty-backed wrestling fans. <laughs> so do true. exactly as we imagined. Discuss. So let, let's fucking put it on Front Street. You couldn't find the Wendy Richter v under or v Medusa at the time in the AWA. You do know the story of Wendy Richter leaving the Fed, right? Yeah, they uh, they have the fabulous Mula beat the shit out of her. Yeah, beat the shit out of her because she didn't want to lose the title in that way. So they're like, "Oh, you're facing someone called the Tarantula. Don't worry about boo 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 boo." Yeah, boo, exactly. Boo. That that's. I mean, it's fucking cool that they just like. All right, we'll send out our enforcer. This legitimate senior citizen. Yeah. Who's going to beat the fucking like? I haven't seen that match, but I assume it's just like, hor- Like if it was. It, Today, because you would know what was going on, because people watch mixed martial arts, you'd be like, this horrible beatdown. And then the ref just being like, this is unsanctioned, you piece of shit. It's really fast. I I think I saw a clip of it. Like, it's it's hard to find. They've kind of wiped it off the internet, but I remember seeing a clip or... I think it was listening to a podcast where people just... I think it was a podcast listening to it where people discussed it. Yeah. Like a Meltzer. And he just talks about, like... It's very fast. She Mula basically gets her into a small package, but a legitimate one where like wraps her ankles and just yeah. fucking. Uh, and there's apparently you can see her feet a couple of punches in, but it's very very fast. <laughs> and Mula fucking just dropping her good. Yeah, like just taking care of it. Oh my god! Grabs her bus pass that gets her entitles her to a free ride and heads out of fucking Dodge to get the dentures re fucking f- <laughs> formatted. But that's the thing though. Uh, throughout it sounds weird, but uh, throughout. This is kind of a job, but throughout Medusa's WCW, 
and um, WWF runs, yes, sir. she only really works against Japanese women, and those are the ones that get her all the heat. Every time they put her against an American woman, uh, they don't know how to book her. Like they only they need to be handed these Japanese. Well, I think that women. Th- that's a because she's an actual wrestler. Like in the end, this is the idea that they call it the because Bertha Faye was, by the way, a like fucking power I, wrestler in uh, Japan. I had no idea. Yeah, no, Bertha Faye was. She was like kind of bastard past her prime, but. She was like a power wrestler in Japan. She was a good wrestler. When you watch those matches, they're not bad matches. Yeah, I always remember being pissed off because I actually loved the Alundra Blaze Bull Nakano saga because it was just, it was, because it's 1993, 1994. Yeah. The wrestling, especially on television, was dog shit. Like it was literally just like Shawn Michaels versus a dude who drove the ring truck named Gus. <laughs> And, like, he's already in the ring. He's in ill-fitting trunks. Shawn Michaels is still using the small package as his finishing maneuver. Backslide. Yeah, doing a lot of backslides, a lot of uh, Irish whip, put your head down, guy kicks. Yeah. Um, a couple of abdominal stretches. There's a match you, a movie you don't see very often. But in, in the Bull Nakano matches, you see stuff that you don't see. Like, Bull Nakano basically has the same moveset as Samoa Joe. She does a suicide dive. Yeah. She... she the reversal into a power bomb. Everything is what a maneuver. She has like a and the now that I think about it, the reason why I think the Bull Nakano all under Blaze thing stuck out for me so much when I was a kid is because it was the same story as Bret Hart versus Yokozuna, which is happening at the exact same time. Yeah. But frankly Way better. Done faster. Like Yoko just can't like Yoko's great like a great wrestler for his size, but he can't move as fast as Bull Nakano. And that's just a function of being literally like what, two hundred pounds more yeah. yeah literally being a fat fuck yeah but he's good at it no 300 pounds right um but he's good i thought at he was job. closer to four like he was a massive dude he was listed at 568 so when he first came in and then he got fatter and then he <sighs> he got to like 650 by the time he was uh, yeah i knew that he got because they had to send him to fat camp at one mm-hmm. point which is insane that's like when they sent viscera to fat camp it's like how much better <laughs> like it's crazy but had to have diet coke would freak out if you didn't give him Diet Coke. Really? So Brett the Hitman's Heart's book, which is like the guy literally got that part. Was the most like understanding guy, like could put up with anything. But then it's like they didn't have like fifteen Diet Cokes at a venue. He'd just throw shit. And he was just like, <laughs> Oh God. I love uh yeah, Bret Hart. I don't know. Oh, you're saying Yoko was the most understanding. Yeah, it was really understanding. Oh, okay, because yeah. Bret Hart Bret Hart's book is just like yeah, and then uh, me and Owen went to uh, Edmonton where I'm the best wrestler of all time anyway. I cheated on my wife, and then we didn't have sex. I just told this woman to tell me I was better than Shawn Michaels, and then I came everywhere. I was like a hose. Oh, so much sploogy. Um, That's my Bret Hart. Um, what um, was I going to say? Uh, no, but all right. So let's back back on Medusa. Great wrestling. Um, amazing wrestling. What's also just very interesting is, again, pointing to everyone, is that I don't think women's wrestling in the North America, in the West has gotten to the point that it was when Alender Blaze Bull Nakano a few other times until now, basically. I think I think it's still not like I mean if you want to talk about the Divas Revolution thing. Ugh. I mean, yeah, it's it sucks. They didn't do they just did they didn't tell you in back in those days. Like yeah. in ninety three they were just like this this is now a thing. Basically Alender Blaze came on, beat five people and then Bull Nakano came and it's like, oh we're making a women's division now. And they just sort of traded yeah, because I think Bulacano won a title. Yes, because she dropped it to her at one point. I'm pretty sure. 
Yeah, no, yeah, because I watched the Raw where uh, she won the title back, or Alundra Blaze won the title back. It was a great match. Also, who was Bull Nakano's manager? Was she also managed by Mr. Fuji, or was she just by herself? She was by herself, I think. No, I think she was Jim Cornette. Oh, of course. Um, but yeah, uh, Bull Nakano, Bull Nakano, great matches. They brought in Lilani Kai after that. That didn't really work out because Lonnie Kai was also a legit senior citizen. Leilani Kai, of course. And then she drops the belt to, and then Medusa drops the belt in the garbage can. Oh, by the way, have you seen a photo of Bull Nakano recently? No. Bull Nakano. Bull Nakano looking good. Looking great. Like, does not look like a 47-year-old lady. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted. Back to you. No, um, basically they just treat it, they treat the wrestling, and when you watch uh, Medusa in uh, in Japan mm-hmm. when she's doing all the women's wrestling there, she's like a Stan Hansen style like. Oh, she's a bruiser, but well, that's because she walks. Uh, there was one match I watched where there was a. It was really as actually obviously. I mean, I don't want to be one of those guys who just talks about Japanese booking all the time, but it was really cool that they never. <laughs> whenever they did a tag break up the pin thing, they didn't drop kick the the p- person pinning the partner. They just drop kicked the ref. Yeah, kicked the ref. <laughs> And it was this whole story of like the ref is too scared of these women, <laughs> and they did a bro- Boston Crab lower back spot, lower back pain spot that lasted seven minutes, where I had to turn the TV down because it just sounded like I was watching pornography, because the way those women sell is like I'm going to die, I death is imminent, <laughs> and um, but partner goes in to break up the break up the Boston Crab, uh, Medusa comes across the ring. And just <laughs> feeds her f- like four real uppercuts <laughs> that bust that like pretty much break this woman's nose, and then the rest of the match is just them potatoing each other. As I'm assuming retribution for that first like crazy potato, because she's so much taller than all these women. Because she's like a tall lady. How tall was she? Like five seven? Five? Yes, yeah, she's five seven. I was also gonna say, um, oh, where was my fucking point? I'm sorry, it's gone. Uh, oh, I was go- talking about her ring prowess. Also, she is. The best at giving a belly to back suplex I've ever seen in terms of like it's always labored. The German? The German suplex. Yeah. Always labored. There, she's like dodge she like you can yeah. tell like every opponent's always sort of dodging it. And when she does it, like her fucking arch is so perfect and she's just fucking like shaking from it looks like there was so much struggle in it. It was yeah. awesome. Like you can definitely see it at the Hogwild. Hogwild is one of the v- wrestling VHSs I owned, so I've watched <laughs> it like fifty times. Yeah. And that match is so fucking good, and the belly to back suplex she does, and also it would be always the struggle of like who got the the uh, the shoulder up, yeah. Because of where she would position, like you'd always see her struggling to try and like make sure one shoulder. Like it was just so much storytelling in her moves. Absolutely amazing. What was still very interesting about Medusa, even before she went to the Fed, was she was also still this is still the time of valets and stuff like that. Like she was still used as a valet for the Dangerous Alliance. And then she broke up with the Dangerous Alliance. She broke up with the Dangerous Alliance because the Dangerous Alliance was like really short lived. Yeah. Because uh, Paul Heyman was just uh, taking money for hotel rooms and then going and sleeping at ladies' houses. The federal, the uh, company was like, you can't do that. And he was like, it's because I'm a Jew. And then he sued them and got a bunch of money, which is what... <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Is what... Uh, ECW was is bad what, on. what uh, paid for ECW. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, so and then that's what led her to going to the Fed, had the Bull Nakano run the Birth of Fay run. I don't know why she left. What, do you know why she left the Fed? Bull Nakano? No, Medusa. Why, she left WWF? Yeah. I'm assuming they were just phasing out the women's division as a thing. 
Yeah, that would probably make sense. I think, or it was just like, because the story we've always been fed, but I mean, that's the story just because the WWF owns wrestling history now was that just Bischoff paid her a bunch of fucking money. You know, it's always so weird when people are like, these wrestling, they're I'm fucking assuming carnival it was like, people for fuck's sake. But I'm assuming Medusa also was kind of watching herself get older and watching, you know, WWF kind of phase out the women's division in a way because she oh. basically has the big run with Bull Nakano. Yeah. Then they have Bertha Faye. Yeah. The, the, sorry, then the little one with Lalani Kai and then Bertha Faye. And then they kind of do a retread of Bull Nakano later on. That's in WCW. In December of... No, in 94, I think she had some Bull Nakano matches. No, because Bull Nakano's gone at this point because Nakano... I think jumped back to Japan because she's gone by December 95. I didn't realize her run was that short. December 95, due to financial constraints within the WWF, she's uh, released from her contract and stripped of her title. She immediately signs with um, WCW, showed up on Monday Nitro on December the 18th and threw the title in the trash can. She's later admitted she regretted this action um, and was coerced by Eric Bischoff. Uh, she also began immediately feuding with Bull Nakano once again. The pre-match stipulation of the Hogwild 1996 match was uh, if Medusa uh, won, she was allowed to destroy Bull Nakano's Japanese motorcycle. And if uh, <laughs> Nakano won, she was allowed to destroy Medusa's um Sweet Harley Davidson. Jeez, Let me take you through Christ. this match. Great fucking match. Couple of problems. One, Sonny Ono involved, man who later sued WCW over uh, being portrayed as a racist caricature. And let's be honest, he fucking was. Well, and but also he could have done a joint suit with every Samoan ever. Yeah, every Samoan ever, every, every black guy, every black man ever. Every, if they let a Jew wrestle, every Jewish guy. Yeah, him and Barry Horowitz is <laughs> yeah. in that lawsuit too. Do you know Barry Horowitz's theme song was La Da Da Da? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh God. I'm sneaky and cheap. I'm sneaky and cheap. That was essentially what it was. All right, let's get to the Hogwild match. They could have just the entire court case could have been just them showing that music video of Slick. And then just be like, pause and be like, I don't even want to talk about what how they did with Asians. Yeah, fine, uh, you're good. Yeah, well, this is. I just would like the court to know that this was the most politically correct thing <laughs> we could find. Yeah, exactly. Uh, would we like to discuss when they, uh, uh, when Colonel Robert Parker led Harlem Heat to the ring while they had chains on? Oh Jesus Christ. I don't want to. <laughs> Change their name to the two enforcer slaves from the, sh the movie Roots briefly. Jesus fucking Christ. Not good. Not good. Um, um, so that match, Hogwild 96, God do I love it, ends uh, with a Lunder Blaze slash Medusa, belly to back suplex. Um, German. It's the same fucking thing. No, a belly to back suplex is you got the arm around the back of their neck. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. So German, German is suplex is just around the waist. German around the waist, yeah? Yeah, just pulling on their waist. And belly-to-back suplex is you having the full Nelson lock, and then you do it? That's a full Nelson suplex. No, that's a dragon suplex. Or dragon suplex. No, the belly-to-back is you have... All right, so you're, you're both standing. One guy's standing behind the other. Yeah. And then the man in front has yeah. his left or right arm around the back of the neck of the other man, and then he uh, doesn't lift at their waist. Uh, he either lifts at their waist, which is how uh, Dr. Death would do it in Japan, yeah. or usually in America, they kind of lift from the back of the thighs, high back, and then drop down like Triple H does. No. A yeah, a belly-to-back suplex like... I'm looking this up. I think they're the same thing. 
They're not the same thing. Your mother's the same thing. German suplex was created by, was it Carl Gotch or was that Luthez? Someone created the German suplex and they fucked up the belly to back, I think. No, I no, it wasn't when they fucked it up. It's actually, that's actually a wrestling move. It's a German suplex. A German suple. No, of course, it was called a German. Who called them suples? Suple, well, that's uh that's the actual like amateur wrestling term and amateur wrestlers are pretty mad about the suplex thing <laughs> because it'd be like like anytime how is this the music for the belly to back suplex video oh there's a lot of ads as well oh this is an ad no we're on the second ad of for the video this is the second ad third ad no the video. okay here we go okay let's see it this is really good radio it's the same fucking thing, you asshole. No, it's not. Well, then these fucks just did a German suplex to show me a belly-to-back suplex. It looks like a... It sounds like you're watching backyard wrestling. I'm not. They're in a fucking gym. Look at it. That is that is a German suplex. That It's under the belly-to-back suplex fucking thing. That's fucking stupid. Those you're fucking, fucking... It's wrong. a fucking suple, bud. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. Keep talking about Medusa. I'll find a better video that's correct. So you're saying that's a belly-to-back suplex right there. Yeah. That's not a belly-to-back suplex. It's an inverted oh atomic drop. That is not an inverted atomic drop. Yes, it is. An inverted atomic drop is when you're facing. You're both facing each other. Oh, you're right. You fucking idiot. What am I thinking that is? No. You're thinking of a German suplex, you stupid, goofy fuck. I'm not a stupid, goofy fuck. You fucking piss gravy, and you have weird man you tits. Ha- you piss gravy, and it's because you, you, your dad and you don't have a good relationship. Yeah, well, I, at least I have a fucking dad. My dad died yeah, because good. he didn't want to fucking grow up to see a son that would be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Belly to back suplex by Mr. Kennedy. Yeah, but that doesn't count. He's on pills. Oh, yeah. Those fucking loser nerds know better than a guy who is in the fucking army. Who's in the army? Mr. Kennedy. Mr. Kennedy, don't you watch TNA? <laughs> yeah, he was in the army. Your dad isn't dead. He just wrestles in TNA. That's why no one can <laughs> find him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a missing persons report. No, he's just in TNA. Um, yeah. That is a really dorky joke for you. <laughs> um, anyway, once upon a time. No, oh, uh, we got. Uh, we All right, so Medusa's up. now in. Where are you going? Oh, okay. Just put your microphone down. All right. So Medusa is now in WCW. Things are going strong. She's the woman's champion. It's not like they're gonna drop this ball. Oh wait, they immediately dropped the ball. Well, I'm assuming it was like, all right, she did a good, like she did us a solid. Let's give her like, however many years, because that was the thing that I noticed when I watched. I watched some Medusa matches. Um, I think it was past the Bull Nakano, but they brought in. No, it was during the Bull Nakano thing. Because the Bull Nakano thing is also, like, this 1992 WCW angle is happening at the same time the NWO is just starting up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, the biggest angle in your company is the NWO. So to take it seriously, if you want to incorporate the women's division, you obviously have to have a woman in the NWO who would then go for the women's title. Which they don't do. Which they don't do. So then the division's dead. Yeah, they bring in Akira Hokuto. Um... And they have a tournament. They have a match at Starcade. There's a title versus career match, and um, then fucking she just takes two years off. Yeah. And returns when? Let's see if you remember how she returns. One of the weirdest fucking things. When she returns. She returns to the uh, to WCW 
It's literally ninety eight. No, ninety nine. Yeah. So this is like with, with big, dirty new tits. Fucking massive clangers, bud. Fucking set your penis to stunt. It's just, and then I remember. she is part of Team Madness. When Macho Man returns at the beginning of the biggest clusterfuck ever. So I think Sting's the champion, but Macho wants the title. It's fu- 1999 WCW. No one was the champion. Literally, 1999 WCW is more confusing than a goddamn puzzle. Like, it's insanity. This is when Gorgeous, because uh, Macho Man and Ray Savage owned the rights to the Gorgeous George character. And it was originally it was going to be his brother, Lanny Poffo. And they're like, no, fuck that. Just pay him to stay at home. And so he just gave it to a stripper he was fucking, <laughs> who was his valet. Yeah. And they had to get rid of her because then they st- started down an angle where it was implied that the macho man was beating the dog piss out of her. Jesus Christ. Um, and this, so Team Madness was Gorgeous George, Medusa, and uh, the lady who would later be Miss uh, Molly Holly, Miss Madness. And they were like his f- faction of fucking Charlie's Angels ladies who were assembled around him, which I actually thought was a really cool idea that his enforcers were all broads. Well, nice. Well, let's fucking but, pop, fucking bring the boat to the dock with that misogyny. <laughs> Jesus, the broads. broads. Oh, just, just holes that can punch. Oh God, but yeah, it's just a disaster. This that was is a good idea, though. It was a really good idea. Then it, oh, then she, uh, then it segues to where I think she joined the. F- no, she wasn't the filthy animals. She was with Revolution. But this is just fucking dog dick days of WCW. Like, yeah. She's got colored dyed hair, giant tits, wins the cruiserweight title. Let's talk about that. Oh, she beats Evan Courageous, who used to have a thing for. Is that how they did the angle? Yeah, Evan Courageous had a crush on her, and then he got a new valet, and then that valet turned on him, allowing Medusa to hit the German suplex for the one, two, and the three. Oh, no, Evan, you're not so much courageous as you're dumb, you fucking idiot. (laughs) But there is some, like, like... It sounds weird, but Medusa was Americanized in weird ways. Like she was, she could keep up with the Japanese women's wrestlers. Yeah, and you see it in the American in the Bull Nakano match. You see it in the Bill Nakano match. In How hard is it you not to pronounce Nakano like you're doing a Japanese stereotype? <laughs> Nakano, <laughs> no, John, no. Bull Nakano. <laughs> Bull Nakano. <laughs> Right? There you go. We're right in there. Racism. Um, We've already attacked women. Now let's get to another (laughs) group of people that have already gone through a lot. The Japanese wrestling community. (laughs) But there's this thing that Japanese women have where it's like, fuck it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't ever slow up. And you definitely see it in the Evan Courageous. noticed it mostly in the Evan Courageous match. Uh, she, She just slows up at points. Like, she doesn't have that, like, fuck it in her system that she did in 93 where she was like I'll just smash my face off this thing like Bull Nakano was taking fucking like and all all the Japanese women whenever Medusa would like try and wrestle more the American women's style which is kind of like slower yeah. which is basically smoke her head off the fucking ring you see it a lot in the Bull Nakano matches you see it a lot in the Birth of Fame match actually like uh, Medusa does like Medusa does like a roll. She's supposed to do a slide through, but she basically claws through Bertha Faye's legs, and Bertha Faye just kicks her in the fucking head. Like, just basically is like, don't insult me (laughs) by crawling slowly through my legs. She just turns around and just fucking like gives her a fucking heater. Well, yeah, it's like the Randy Orton soccer kick times a thousand. Like, it's just fucking smack. Like, it's just yeah, it's an actual soccer kick to her fucking head. They it was it was great match, uh, great matches. 
Um, she kept up with Evan Courageous really well. Like, I mean, if you're grading it on a man wrestling a woman match, she's certainly better than China. Absolutely better than China. She's one of, she's one of the better wrestlers that's been around in the last twenty years. I would say, men or women. Yeah, and in it's also like pacing. she's wrestling ninety three style. Like it, you're, you come up in the eighties, you wrestle like you're in the eighties. Like that's just how it is. Yeah, but she adjusted. She definitely was able to keep up with the Japanese style. I think that what's very interesting. Well, that's basically how she looked because she was a valet, and then she went to Japan and became a wrestler, and then came back and was a valet again. Who could and wrestle. also was interesting. She was the only wrestler that they very much stressed pardon me, that came from Japan. Like I remember on WWF TV and WCW TV, they'd show her just beating the dog piss out of people in like the Tokyo Dome and stuff yeah. like that. And she would always. What's weird is she seemed like she was over as a fan favorite, and yet she was very much like uh, a great American lady. Like, she was, what am I doing that accent <laughs> I don't understand what the, how that explains anything. But she would always come to the ring, like, waving an American flag on the back of a motorcycle. Like, if I'm in Japan yeah. and I see that, I'd be like, the people that drop those bombs on us? I don't like that. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about her career as far as the character goes in Japan. Um, but from what I saw, she was basically like Stan Hansen style monster heel. And that was only like two matches, you have to understand as well. Because okay. it's kind of hard to find like Medusa in all Japan or New Japan, you know. But um, I do as far as the character goes, it's very it's very straightforward. It's I love America, and then she comes to and she's fighting on behalf of the United States in a weird Power Ranger jumpsuit, a la almost Seth Rollins, and um, yeah. And then she comes to WCW, and they're trying to do the whole China thing with Medusa, but it's also like a. A well, weird retread, but I did like like <laughs> the China thing. Also, kind of only worked for China, and also I remember the going because that was when I was like living and breathing wrestling as a fucking teenager, and no one was really all that excited by it. Like I remember when they had China in the Royal Rumble, and they look back on it like kind of like oh this is a big thing, but I was like everyone was kind of like this is fucking dumb. Like yeah. When China almost was going to be in the main event of the fucking SummerSlam, like everyone was just like, "Fucking piss off, mate!" Like I don't know why. I don't know why that. Well, they also did. I mean, this isn't about Medusa nobody won't. But they almost. It. They also did that thing where China got all this plastic surgery, and they were like, "Isn't China attractive now?" And uh, I said, "No," <laughs> and everyone said, "No." Like the whole point of. Uh, I mean, this is so funny because I'm criticizing like <laughs> sexism 17 years ago. But like the whole point of like uh, well, you hate body sexism. image positivity would be to China, you're beautiful no matter what you are. Not like check it out, she's got a fake everything now. Isn't she okay? No, still ugly. Okay, she's ugly then, but she's manly, so she can be. Because ECW also created that where they had Nicole Bass. Oh yeah. So then but Nicole was Bass also- was the uh, enforcer, like a, a women enforcer, who they essentially were like, she's a she male. That's gross. And then they imported that into the Fed, and then that was the line. I feel like where Vince was like, "Even we can't do this." Yeah. And then, and then, uh, never really referenced it on TV. And then, basically, I'm assuming just poured money into China's body until they could be like, "Look who's hot now, China." Yeah. And, I wonder and if they I, even had Asia in WCW. They had that. Oh God, that Asia. was yeah. Towards the end, of WCW literally I felt bad for that girl because she was like, I was like, fuck if. If you weren't literally the third of this type of character, you would have been mad over. But you just well, because she actually was a good wrestler. That's the other thing is China was a shitty wrestler. Oh, China was bad. Like she could do two cool moves, and she had that weird fucking uh, pyro gut. Oh, just a piece of shit character. 
Ah, pyro gun, pyro gun. I don't, I don't, I don't begrudge the pyro gun. I begrudge the pyro gun. I love the. Pyro you don't gun. fucking steal Johnny B. Bad's only redeeming <laughs> quality. Um, yeah, Johnny I, B. Bad got shit on by women. Here's my thing. Can Sable we, took his fucking heat, and China took his fucking only thing. Can we pause this real quick? Because I've never had to piss more in my entire life. Yes, we tried. Impossible. We run out of stuff to talk about within five minutes. Yeah, so then we just were like, well, let's just do Medusa because she's actually impressive and put women on the map in this sport. I said sport. Ooh. She didn't put women on the map in the fucking... In a big bad way. I think that it goes... For our generation, but like... She's the sex pistols to the great, uh, the fabulous Moolah's Beatles when it comes to women's wrestling. Right there. You can kiss my dick. <laughs> I mean, you watch, have you ever watched Lipstick and Dynamite? No. Yeah, that's the you'll you'll you see you're wrong. Who's Medusa lipstick? was just Medusa was who's lipstick and dynamite? It's just a it's just a documentary about women's wrestling in like the fifties and sixties and shit. What was the Japanese ladies were tag team match or tag team wrestlers that were in the Fed in the eighties? I think they were literally called the like Japanese low flying angels. Well, that's probably well. That's the thing. If you watch any uh, women's wrestling, like the only the only uh, card with two five star matches on it ever is yeah. a Japanese women's wrestling ma- card from the nineties. What was it called? Like, careful before they sync up. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> They're nothing. They're inferior. <laughs> With some being held in the wrestling ring, it's being held in the kitchen. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's also the thing about all the WCW matches where Tony Giovanni will be talking about the. You'll actually, it's funny you'll see it because Zabisco is still trying to play the heel, but the NWO has arrived. Yeah. So it's like now he's this sympathetic old man character who's the only guy who's like, "Fuck it, let's fight these guys." And during those during the Medusa matches, he's still like. These women should be in the kitchen. Yeah, it's that's my just, Zabisco. Uh, the thing I, it, it I did one good impression, I think, and then now I've it's gone to my head, and I'm trying them all. What was your good, good impression? I don't know. Yeah, it was in the. Last oh, I think episode. we pre-recorded it. it. Was the last? It'll episode. come up in like a million weeks. Whenever we. Yeah, it's not the last. The last episode we recorded, but not the one that will be. So you have to sift through hours and hours of fantasy booking. Yeah. For, for one okay impression, I think maybe <laughs> of a guy we can't remember. Let me say this about W the r- world of wrestling. So fucking resident to fucking do anything towards gearing it towards women, and yet always fucking interesting. Like, the worst time for it was really the Attitude Era because women were basically used as fuck dolls or things to hit with a chair. Yeah, bark like a dog, Trish. Yeah, like, oh, God, that was all awful. But this fucking Divas Revolution, I hate it. I hate that it's called the Divas Division. I think it's fucking... They're women. Just call it women's wrestling or don't even fucking say it. Just the women's championship. That's all you need to do. You don't need to make all these distinctions. It's fucking amazing, especially the last two years. Everyone's fucking a little fucking Medusa get in there and fucking doing all sorts of shit. Yeah, but that's the thing where something needed to give because there's nothing new anymore, and it sounds weird, but the new thing is treating women like they're people. (laughs) That's like a new thing. Because you're stuck in this, like, it sounds weird, but everyone complains about the PG era. Yeah. But the PG era really did give way to this great, like, this great thing of uh, treating women like they're not not just, you know, 
Yeah, not just fake tits that you can push over and then they bleed. I completely agree. I think it also has a lot to do with the rise of Ring of Honor and the idea of present wrestling more like it, like the UFC. And yeah. also, a lot of people aren't taking into well, account... Well, let's not say UFC. Let's say fucking what it is. It's 70s wrestling. Yeah. 70s and 80s wrestling. Yeah, 70s and 80s, 70s wrestling. Specifically. Yeah. What's, what's the story like going into this match? That guy hates that guy. <laughs> Why? Because that guy's in the way of that guy. So that guy's going to beat the piss out of that guy. What's or this I know, match? I know this is a left turn, but um, they did a really cool angle in Ring of Honor where um, I think it was Cabana lost to Brian Danielson, but he lost in... It was like a title match, and all title matches go like 30 minutes, but yeah. Cabana lost in like five minutes, and he was disgraced. So the basically the ROH guy was like, the uh, president of the company was like, listen, you lost in five minutes. That's embarrassing. You have to start back over, basically. And Cabana was like, okay. And he's like wrestling all these like jobbers. And like the whole storyline was that it really got to his head, and like he's got all these confidence issues, so he's like barely beating all these jobbers and stuff. And that was a really cool storyline. And they did pretty much the same thing with like uh, with Sarah Del Rey, where Sarah Del Rey was like, um, that's why it fucking sucks that they never let Sarah Del Rey wrestle in the Fed because she was like a couple years early as far as like yeah. she's basically hotter Molly Holly. Yeah, to well, make everything make everything more misogynist, which it has to be, John. The I, of course it does. But I, she I got, don't know if you guys. I mean, she was a card carrying member of the itty bitty titty committee. <laughs> <but> <laughs> oh my god! She had a dumper like a filthy pig. <laughs> I gotta make it for me, John. I can't just be talking about women's rights all the time, even though I talked about that for four seconds exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'd pull out itty bitty titty committee, would you? I can't even look at you right now. And then filthy pig. That's how a guy on a construction site I worked on described all women. Look at that filthy pig. Look at the dumper on that filthy pig. By the way, let's take a pause. That's what all Canadian men. Like again, coming over to England, we have this reputation of being polite. But in my head, it's just my fucking friend Jamie going, "Oh, look at that fucking sausage pack right fucking there, bud." <laughs> and I had to be like, "What's a sausage packing?" Like her fucking butt. <laughs> it's the pack for your sausage. And I was like, "Oh God." Damn it! Yeah, well, that's the... I mean, there is Canadian comedians with jokes about it, but there's no one more evocative and disgusting than, like, a drunk small-town Canadian man. Yeah. Once he's, like, trusts you to not tell anyone what he's about to tell you about his wife, her friend, her daughter. Oh, the amount of the amount of times I've been in cars with married men, and they'd be like, fucking sweet man my wife's hot friend is over <laughs> <laughs> gonna go on the hot tub see those fucking job <laughs> um but again it's very I, I completely agree about uh but molly holly also never got her fucking due she was fucking no because they were just like that was when that was when body shaming was the coolest oh my god and it was like molly look at molly's fat and then just like and then the whole thing was like you got a big ass molly and then, like, I mean, I don't remember it, but I'm sure by that booking that booking strategy, like, Mark Henry was like, you got a fat ass. I'm going to turn that shit out. And she was like, ooh. <laughs> and then it was like, Molly Holly's out due to her pussy being destroyed by Mark Henry. The, you know? uh, just the fucking. Oh, We're God. not spending enough time on Medusa. We're spending enough, like. But because again, it's it's she's the she's she's the, indicative she's indicative she's the Andrew Jackson of women's wrestling. She's was the last of the fucking pioneers. She's got wicked hair and she's definitely shot a couple of people because she now <laughs> works in fucking monster truck wrestling. But I, I understand. understand. All right, would you say Medusa, would you say this analogy? Those where 
we do also need to discuss a bit about Roman's wrestling, and I think it's fine. And people, it's this is the fucking it's the third episode. People by this point need to be fucking aware of what they're listening to. It's two jack and apes sit in chairs, <laughs> talk about their dicks, and occasionally wrestling. And if you don't like that, I'm gonna clothesline your choda. And what you don't gonna ta- do? Don't, don't challenge people to not listen. I hate when people please listen. Don't listen to what John said. We'll make all the changes you hey, want. Hey guys, we'll we'll change anything. Uh, Dylan and I are like I the Opie and Anthony of pro wrestling podcasts. Listen, me and John both went to drama school. We have no, we have no way, we have no backup plans. Our backup plans are. Be- this is our backup plan. Our backup plan is to literally be that weird barista. <laughs> okay, well, oh, I, I got, a, I got another show. I post it on the community board and I rip out all the old ladies who are trying to sell stuff because it covers up my weird it- ska band I started. <laughs> Hey guys, you, you remember the Planet Smashers? It's like that, but no trumpets. Because trumpets, <laughs> I don't care for it because they're too phallic. <laughs> Aren't you the same guy that laughed at another man saying the word dumper on a podcast <laughs> about a woman's wrestler? Uh, that was me when I was going by my slave name. When I turned 40, I go by my own name, which is Alphonse. <laughs> um, but I would say that Medusa is this weird, I can't even think about I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to, if you can explain it because I want to use a like a music analogy. Use a music analogy because she wasn't big enough to be it, but it's kind of like artistically, I would say, or the way she wrestled was kind of like if if rap metal was the way women were booked. Yeah, for those ten years, she was kind of like Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Does that I make any yeah, sense? That actually, yeah, she's the one. Basically, what you're saying is she's the one good band in a pile of shit. Yeah, yeah, and that's I, I mean, and that's agree. not to say none of those women weren't very talented, but it was just it's the way just they, they were used, used the and chance. the way they were the way they were used, the way they were presented. She was just a. Let's be honest. She was wrestling a lot of Japanese people yeah. in American companies, so the American companies are not going to fucking treat the Japanese wrestlers with anything close to respect. Yeah. B. Um, she had a very unique style and was very high impact in a time when no one else was doing that. I think she had the unfortunate luck of she was in both of the major She had more high spots. Watching that 93 match, she had more high spots than like every man's match. I agree. Because she's going up against fucking Kama Mustafa. Yeah, again, and it's also she also had the bad luck of... Imagine her in the Attitude Era being the fucking heel against Sable and all that shit. Yeah. Would at least been something because she can throw Sable around, fucking Tori, all those fucking terrible wrestlers but she was already in wcw and eclipsed by it all then in japan just being a really good wrestler like i think that part of it is also she was definitely a pioneer in that how she was wrestling in 93 now would be amazing like fucking in her prime medusa versus page fucking delightful but that's the thing though medusa had this thing that none of the women's performers even now have but they've they've not that they've been allowed to evolve this way but Medusa had this thing where it was like she had this "I've had enough of this shit" type of yeah. She had this look like in the '99 match with Evan Courageous, it really comes across. She has this match. She has this look like fucking just like let's get this shit over. With. Like it's just like almost how would you even describe it? It's just like a prepared for anything. Um, let's do let's do this shit look like yeah. like tough. Like she's attractive at the same time as being like, let's get this fucking shit. Out. I can deal. I can deal. I can deal with my own shit. That's the look I would say. It's like this. She has it in the Polly Dangerously match when she like attacks. And if you have ever seen that, it's a really good way they book Medusa, where it's like um, they do a whole thing where she's gonna wrestle Polly. Um, Polly comes down to the ring and hits her with the phone, which he yeah. is her, but she actually like beat up 
hurt one of his henchmen beforehand and just stuck a wig on him. So then they discover, oh, it's not Medusa. And then uh, Greybird Michael Hayes comes out and he's like, kick the shit. Like, get her ass. Kick her ass. And then she comes to the ring and he's like, oh, nope. And it's like Freebird Michael Hayes, former, like, this guy battled the Von Eriks for five years, now being scared of Medusa. And then she beats down Polly and then he runs away. He, she's just scared off a former world title contender and um, and another man and beat up another guy and like that's that's more over than y- and yes they are side characters yeah but if she you don't need to make a man against a woman to ha- get women's wrestling over you just have them throw around a referee and throw around managers like honestly like a female uh, fighter would throw around me or you yeah like completely. they're not they're not competitors so they're they're shit. Like no matter how big they are, they're shit. Yeah, it's exactly in the same way of um, if you always look at how uh, ECW would book and put people over slowly. It yeah. was the one good thing they would do is that they would have other wrestlers refer to a match they're going to watch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Tommy Dreamer would come and sit and do commentary. Taz would come and sit and stuff like that. Yeah. Or if it's a Taz match, Paulie would always make a uh, uh, an appearance and do commentary with Joey Styles. And I think you can do that same thing in putting over any sort of wrestler, especially with women's wrestling, because you put it in such a box. Having even Paige appearing on Stone Cold's podcast, that's a huge legitimizing moment because it goes from this is a guy who's had like, when they do it on the network, Vince, Paul E, Stephanie, Triple H, Stephanie and Triple H, Brock, and then Paige. No, pay, and then Paige. And then, it, yeah. and it was almost a letdown after when she had, he had Edge and Christian on because it's like, Oh, who gives a fuck? You, this is like for the rarefied gonna bees, not the like. And that's the sad thing about Medusa, is that she's never gonna get that due because no, she, she did throw is. the title. Like she's getting this like fed treatment where it's like, uh, well, we are waving the magic hand over you. You should be thankful that we're recognizing you, but yeah. you're going in as a Lundra Blaze because fuck you. Like, and also because they, they also do, they ra- pull weird shit like and that. And they also ran out of fucking people to put in it, and it they needed to. And fuck you, that's a hugely impactful moment. Yeah. I fucking remember that because I was watching the ni- the weird syndicated Nitro we would get in Canada on Saturday afternoons. Yeah. On that weird uh, local channel out of Hamilton when we were in Ottawa called CFCF. And uh, you get like an hour long condensed version of Nitro um, hosted by a guy who. Uh, would stand in front of a green screen of like the same crowd, and I would also watch it in French sometimes. Anyway, uh, and when she came out and did that, like it was like, what the fuck? Like that was crazier to me than the NWO thing because it was like, what do you mean she threw the ti- like? So she just stole the title? Like they let her leave? Like that? Again, that was actually a way of WCW blowing it a little bit. Of like they didn't need to put it in the trash. They needed her to walk out and be like, I'm so fucking tough. I walked out of Vince McMahon's company. It's how fucking bad I am. None of his wrestlers could have... Like, imagine doing it that way, saying, he's got fucking Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, they tried to stop me, I'm still here with the belt. What does that say about those guys and how fucking badass that woman is? Yeah. But, of course, they don't. They just have her throw it in the trash. She faces Bull Nakano twice, and then they, like, she fucking leaves. It's just... I agree. But that's I, the thing. Like, they gave her a bunch of money to do it, and then she did it. She's and- right person, wrong time. I want to go see her drive a monster truck. Yeah. What's the, so? What's the best and worst thing about uh, Mad USA? I would say best thing about Mad USA, in ring work, one of the best. Worst thing, terrible luck. Yeah. I'd say best thing, um, just the the having as far as a women's performer having. Well, there's no difference. No, no, no. But I mean, having all the tools 
Yeah, yeah, because they need to like be able to prepare a lot of stuff. I get it, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, no, I just mean having all the tools. Like I don't know, I can't put myself in a in a in a bitch's a dumb bitch's shoes and see how she sees John Cena. But um, for Medusa, she's attractive and she has that thing. She has she's intimidating. She's intimidating and attractive. Oh yeah, she looks like you're like. Your mom's single friend who comes over in a leather jacket and like <laughs> smokes inside. Yeah, she's Marge's friend from that episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, she's like the bar. She reminds me of of the bar- one of the bartenders at Comedy Bar who it's like you're just putting up with me, and if you want it to stop, you can make it stop. That's all but one of the bartenders at the so Comedy Bar. So it's like bar you're nice. Uh, the worst <laughs> thing, the worst thing about her is I didn't, I mean, the worst thing for me at least when I, I forgot about that <laughs> late 90s run where she did get fake boobs. And then it kind of like, I mean, it's her body. But I mean, for me, it's just kind of like, oh, you know, you're just like trying to be one of them. When it's like you were what you were for so many years. And she's in pro wrestling, obviously, whatever. And, you know, do what you want with your, do what you want with your body. You know what I mean? But it's just for me. It's like you got fake boobs, and everyone had fake boobs. It kind of sucks. I see what you're saying. I think it was just she was competing in a marketplace. She was also working for Vince Russo, who you could never prove that he said it. But I have a gar- I guarantee someone was like, "Time to get your titties done." Yeah, exactly. yeah it's just fucking creepy. Yeah, the whole late '90s, obviously, wrestling period is fucking creepy. But um, yeah, I mean, if I had to pick something, I mean, that's what it is. Like, you can't. I can't. I got her promos. Her promos were pretty terrible. Yeah, her promos were pretty bad. But you don't need good promos if you're uh, that charismatic in the ring. May I just say this to all of the legions of pro wrestling? Uh, uh, fuck the wrestler review fans. Hmm. Go and uh, go and watch some Alundra Blaze matches. They're fucking way better than. And what you they're need better. Do is- I will say this: they are a thousand percent better than you remember. Yeah, and you also need to watch the match preceding it. Like it's Ahmed Johnson versus a guy named Doug, yeah. and he just Pearl River plunges him. Like to, like paralyzes him, yeah, and then. <laughs> well, it really was. It really was. Now that I think of it, it kind of really was the only way Vince would have accepted a cruiserweight division in that era. Yeah, because they can obviously they weigh less, they can move way faster, and she she's got Bull Nakano, who's probably in that in that company, probably top five worker he had. Yeah, in his employ. Like if you watch, Alundra Blaze is like good. Bull yeah, Nakano is amazing. amazing. Like yeah. she does a head scissors out of the corner in fuck um in a raw where just yeah I, I don't know which title win it is of Alundra Blazes but she wins the title back from Bull Nakano. She first move in she does a he- head scissors out of the corner where Bull Nakano just like fucking flies herself across the ring. Bull Nakano misses a sh- misses a suicide dive in 1993 and goes head first into the railing. Like don't give a shit about your body like Samoa Joe Daniel Bryan style. Just like fucking torpedo your head into the corner. This is pro wrestling. And in the Evan Courageous Medusa match, um, <laughs> Medusa hits Evan Courageous. He sells for a second and then just cracks her face off the fucking ring post. Oh, But it's a great match. Like, obviously, if you're going to win the, you know, the, the, you know, the rule, like if you're going to win the title off someone, you, you sell like shit for them. And she definitely put evan courageous over in a way i don't think he ever was put over that was a battery i was playing with. <laughs> where did you get those i'm just kind of grabbing them but All she right. put evan courageous on a, over in a way 
that no one ever did. Well, yeah. well again, what we're saying, as the this show usually concludes, Dylan and I just say the same thing for about five minutes, yep. and then we plug our Twitters, which we don't need to, because there's a theme sting coming on now. Ah, sting. There you go. There's the weekly fart of John. <laughs> we thought we'd have a week without it. Ooh, farts. I hate this man. All right. Uh, I love all of you as people. I love you as if you're a woman out there. Yo, cutie. <laughs> DM me. You get pounded. You know what I mean? I just want to close on that. <laughs> if you a cutie and you want to get Rudy, I'll put it in your tootie. Nah, I mean? Yo. Just, we literally, it was like two men trying to join the suffragette movement. <laughs> we're so stupid. We made it worse. Yeah, yeah, we got these men on our side. Yeah, careful. They're periods, though. We're sorry. Like, it's like two people at a rally supporting uh, Susan B. Anthony, but then one of us says, uh, yeah, I actually like uh, Susan C. Cup Anthony a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> and then ask me politely to leave <laughs> because we're garbage. Yeah, just, I'm just thinking about, like, realistically, releasing this episode is going to lead to, I hope, some emails from people being like, why did you speak that way? I'm uh, I'm hoping we get if we get if we get negative feedback that means people are listening. But I'm anticipating every lady that listens to this will already know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so like, and I don't mean like oh as a comedian. I mean like as a person. And we've had conversations. Yeah, I agree. Also, I also <laughs> think that the uh, people that don't know us will be dating people that do. So they'll have to <laughs> they'll, they'll have, have to, to pretend down and be like, listen. <laughs> This is <laughs> why, oh, man. why are so they talking hurtful. about their fat loads? Well, baby, sometimes you need to make a guy named Graham uncomfortable. <laughs> well, you know, um, they're just they were forced to talk about women and then they said something that was too nice and they forgot they weren't in a locker room. Yeah. And then for some reason one of them just kept doing a weird Japanese accent. <laughs> when your entire personality is based on the fact that you want to impress grade eight boys, <laughs> you're usually gonna say something weird. Yeah. When you're two comedians whose ideal audience is detention, it's gonna get <laughs> it's gonna turn into trouble. All right, Basically, they're trying to release a special on the virtual boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's get us on Angel Fire, get us on Twitter, and uh, like get us said, in your butts. Get us up in your butts. We get will double team you. Um, <laughs> we're we're we ain't from Harlem, but we still bring the heat, baby. <laughs> 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 <laughs>